Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is a little bit after 1 p.m. here in Crystal Lake, Illinois. Uh, it's time for another live stream. Today is Thursday, January 12th, 2023. And today, for happy hour, happy hour, we're doing something new. We're not going boozy anymore. We're bringing in a friend. I think that's what I'm going to try to do at least, maybe not every Thursday, but at least once a week, I'm going to try to do this. And I thought, who better to bring in um, than someone who I don't think I've had kind of on the channel or interviewed before, but someone you've definitely seen. And if you watch this live stream or if you watch um, my YouTube channel, you definitely know who this is. We've got Robbie here coming in from Baltimore. What's going on, Robbie? How are you? Hey, how's it going, Kafuzi? Michael? Michael Coase, <laughs> I should say. So you said you're in Crystal Lake? Yeah. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Is that the place where Jason murdered everyone, Camp Crystal Lake? In, in fact, it is. So, and I had no idea because I've never seen any of those movies. I don't, I don't like scary movies. Okay, yeah. yeah. And so I'm at the, um, uh, like the pop up, hol the Halloween shop. You know, like what is it called, yeah. like Halloween Spirit or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I'm looking around, and there's all these like, um, like Crystal Lake Running Club shirts, and and I'm like, what is this? And I'm like, and I was like, what, what, what's happening here? And it shows like a camp crystal. It's like camp crystal, like running or something like that. Right, right. And I'm like, yeah, what, yeah. what, what, what is this? I'm like, wait a minute. I'm in a Halloween store. There must be a Halloween movie where Crystal Lake <laughs> is the name of a place. And now I'm yeah, like man. regretting that I didn't buy it, but I'm pretty sure it'll be available next Halloween. Yeah, I'm sure you could jump on Amazon and pick it up like immediately if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome, man. Uh, hey, do you want to say hi to everyone listening on the audio only version on the podcast? Oh, uh, yeah. Hello, everyone listening. This is Ravi from Leave It On, as Michael just said. I'm excited to be here. So hanging out with you. Uh, it's been a little it's been a little bit since we hung out, I guess, at the running event. Mm -hmm. Not that long ago, but, yeah. you know, we had a good time there. <laughs> yeah, think, we got some uh, people here. Too good of a time. <laughs> we, did, we did. You know what? I think we did. And I think it definitely affected me. You guys said some really nice things about me on the podcast after that week. But like, yeah. Um, you know, we went after it pretty hard that Thursday, that night after the show was over, and, uh, you know, after the running event was over. And I was like, I'll still probably be fine for, for Sunday running. It's like two and a half days away. I like the optimism. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I forget what day it was, but it was sometime in January. So fairly recently where I had, and maybe it was like right after New Year's, where it was like three days after New Year's Eve. When I was doing a hard run and I'm like, oh, I don't feel like three days was enough time to recover from a heavier night of drinking. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, wait. Yeah, that's kind of the normal yeah. uh, train of thought. This is not like a novel idea here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think the coach put that in your training plan to stay out till 2 a.m. No, no, I'm very, very clearly I'm, I'm self-coached. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get to some, just like stop in with the chat real quick since we have everyone here. Stevie76 says, having Robbie, Robbie on Thursday happy hour is nice. Well, I guess it makes sense because I'm switching from not being a boozy happy hour anymore. Um, and you've been dry for at least January in this Tokyo Marathon built. So I think that's what he's referring yeah, to. Yeah, I think um, it's, it's like five weeks on Saturday, which I'm pretty sure is the longest period yep. of my entire life or since okay. I was 20. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's yeah. it going? How is, how's all that? Oh, Toki, honestly, it's been great. I mean, I think the not drinking thing has been a game changer for my training. I mean, mm -hmm. it makes sense because I'm 
you know, getting better sleep kind of yeah. just not like you're not fighting uphill against anything with, yeah. you know, not saying it's like every day, but it's just like enough that you feel, I felt great the whole time. So mm-hmm. I've been, um, I've been lucky that Andrew Caster's coaching me for the, for the marathon. So, mm-hmm. and yeah, been hitting everything. So feeling pretty good about it so far. Cool. Um, was, is Meg mad that you're not going to be using one of her training plans anymore? I don't think so. I think <laughs> probably relieved because every time I've asked her to do something in the past, I like roll my ankle or pull like just like okay. randomly okay. get injured. I'm like, uh, throw it out the window. So she's probably like, finally, I don't have to deal with this. Disaster All right. Anymore. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, we got Dino DG in the chat says, hi, Cofam. I normally tune in on the podcast version after the fact, but tuning in live for the start of the guest series. So came to see you oh, today. And then uh, Sean Devlin, who's a regular, says, hey, everyone, with the wave emoji. He did an easy six this morning. Most comfortable run he's had in weeks. I think I'm being turned the corner with his foot injury. And he says, welcome to the live stream, Robbie. Uh, thanks, Sean. Yeah. Um, can you explain for us what's the deal with the R-O-B-B-E? Oh, Smelling actually, I can. <laughs> okay. And I'm glad you asked that because it's ridiculous. So <laughs> it was something I basically started doing in high school probably because i thought it was cool and what the some people call me rob some people call me robbie Mm -hmm. and so i kind of like combined the two okay (laughs) um and then even now still some settings i'll say rob and other times robbie but Mm -hmm. i've kind of just spelled it that way since i don't know ninth or tenth grade and it's stuck I kind of regret it now, but it's like <laughs> mid too deep. So like, I, have no, like, I have no other choice in life other than to stick by it. So yeah, that, um, that, that's actually that, a good question. That reminds me of a friend um, I had in, in like junior high school and mm-hmm. um, his name was Christopher and he insisted on writing his name X Ofer. Cause like, Oh yeah. Or like cross country like, or christmas or like xmas you know so i was just like i'm like what are you doing exo for he's like christopher get it i was like no (laughs) and then like like a day later i was like oh that's brilliant i wish my name were christopher so i could do that (laughs) yeah yeah um i don't know so that's it's kind of how it's been and um i think too like when i was younger i was into you know, like I, I was a writer, like I did a lot of writing and stuff, and it just seemed cool and different too. And now I'm like, I don't know if that was a great idea, but here we are. <laughs> uh, a couple more questions from uh, the chat. Uh, HBC San Antonio says, Killer sweater. That is a nice one. I don't think I've seen that one before. Thanks. Yeah, I think we did like a limited run of this. Like, it was like three years ago, I think. Okay. Two, three years ago. Yeah. Um, but it's nice, yeah. So you guys have been doing a lot of merch lately. No, is it the same? It's the same, or am I just noticing it more, or has it been more recently? Uh, yeah, I think we're trying to focus more on doing like sort of limited drops. Like, mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, we would like to do a little more than just limited. Some of the companies that we work with we only get so much stuff. So, mm-hmm. but but yeah, just keeping it like this is cool. We're doing this one time, maybe two times and like mm-hmm. done for. So, okay. but people seem to like it. Um, like the tracksmith sweatshirt we did, 
that one sold out fast. We were super, yeah, we were super bummed. I mean, it wasn't like a huge, huge amount of product, but Mm -hmm. it was crazy that it sold out super fast. But I do love that sweatshirt too. Mm I wear it probably three or four days a week. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, Shannon side says, yo, the Kofamzi and my fave dude from Believe in the Run. What's up, Shannon? That's cool. Um, and then a question from Midlife Runner. He wants to know, are you faster than Thomas? And if so, how often do you remind him of it? Oh, man. Um, I guess so. But he's older than me, too. So it's like, I guess you got it tiered in a way. So, um, but yeah, no, no, I think I definitely don't remind him of it. I think we're all like pretty stoked to just to see each other doing well in different ways. Yeah. But um yeah so maybe right now we'll see next month it could be totally different <laughs> yeah <laughs> well once you get through this training tokyo training block like who knows yeah yeah you, you exactly. might you might walk away with some faster for some faster times yeah i'm excited to see for sure um can you tell me a little bit more detail about like what the workouts are like from andrew caster yeah training? Yeah, and uh, for anyone listening, you fast forward to the boring part here. Um, but no, so it you know it is interesting because normally I just always did my own training, or even if I had someone help me with it, it'd be like uh, you know five or six days a week, and mm-hmm. then a speed workout, you know, middle of the week, and then a long run on the weekends, and you kind of go like up by two miles, kind of ramp up, and then come back down and ramp up again which is what I've always done. And then this schedule, I don't know if it's because he mostly coaches elite athletes, but I'm like, <laughs> he sent me over, he sends me the schedule. And I'm like, I think, Oh, in the beginning I told him, uh, yeah, my peak marathon training is like 46 to 50 miles. Okay. And week three was like that. It was like 48 oh. miles. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> um, you know, I haven't ran like after the New York city marathon, I basically didn't run for like a month or <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and then he sent the schedule. Like, there's some pretty. It was a pretty hard week last week, and I was like, "Sweet, I could take off Monday." Like, and so he sent over the schedule for this week, and it was like six miles Monday, sixteen miles Tuesday. I was like, "Oh, so oh. Tuesday long run. Tuesday long runs are a thing now." Okay, cool. Okay, so is, so every Tuesday is a long run, and you have a weekend long. No, run? it's no, no, it's just random. It's like it's like last weekend I did. Uh, like 10 miles on Saturday, but six at like a uh, tempo pace or threshold mm-hmm. pace. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then a 10 mile run on Sunday. So it was like 10, 10. Okay. And then it was six Monday, 16 Tuesday. So, oh, yeah. But, and then I have a 13 mile run this Sunday with like 10 of those miles hard, like at seven minute pace. Yeah. That's a lot. So it's, it's wild. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, that's more than like 50 like, miles a week though i mean i don't i didn't yeah, add that right up. now it sounds like a lot more than right 50. now it's like this week's 50 yeah yeah okay wow all right but you got but plenty it, of rest days in there though right yeah so like i had off yesterday and like the next few days like five and three because i had like okay. a nine mile workout mm-hmm. this morning so okay. um so there's like some cool like shorter days i like actually like the weirdness of it because it's okay like keeps you on your toes kind of just mm-hmm. and he only sends me one week at a time so that's all i know is coming yeah and do you like that getting only one that would drive me crazy i'm like i need the i need the arc where's the arc you know yeah i, need, I, need, I wasn't I, sure about it but now i like it because it's kind of just like 
blindly <laughs> going into it and each week is a mystery box that you have to unwrap <laughs> yeah okay cool uh well rambling runner is here and he says hooray for that boring part he he likes that kind you're of you're welcome he loves to dig yeah. in oh, uh, yeah. so it's good to see him here and then eric perman another regular says props to believe in the run on the winter grit swag send out i knew the top will be quality but i'm wearing the new believe in the run oh, yeah. right now and it's comfy that is a very it good hat. nice for sure. Yeah, we we're stoked about the grit swag this year. It really came out nice, and I'm glad that we were able to get it out. Like that was the other thing. This last week was that like my highest week, it was like, uh, 47 <laughs> miles or whatever, 48 <laughs> miles, and I my body already doesn't feel great, and because I'm not quite used to it. Actually, this week I feel good, but last okay. week was that adjustment period, you know, yeah. when you're like like figuring out like can i do this and then we had to pack all the grit packages like on thursday and friday and so i was just like <laughs> it brought me back to my my actual working days as a real manual labor man <laughs> <laughs> i mean like, i i do enjoy that hat quite a bit i had i already had the same top um before so when i signed up oh, i right. signed up to not get it and I was like, and then I saw the hat and I was like, oh, wait, how am I going to get the hat still? Like, I was like, how, I'm like, can I, well, I mean, I was like, maybe I need to email Megan. Cause then I could be like, Megan, I still want a hat. Like, yeah, I know yeah. maybe that's not the normal way, but can you give me a hat maybe? But I'm glad I got a well, hat. We didn't. Yeah. We had no idea it was going to sell out so fast. So yeah. Otherwise we might've done like the hat only version. Like beforehand. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we were able to get more hats in like quick, quickly. So we were able okay. to, yeah. Anyways. That's good. Really cool. Awesome. Um, All right. Let's see. Sue N's here says, hey, everybody. Nice to catch a live stream, especially one with a special guest. Everyone's happy to have you here, Robbie. Thanks. Certainly special. Um, You mentioned um, writing and Rambling Runner picked up on that too. He says, Robbie is an excellent writer, which I will agree. I don't know if you guys have read a lot of Robbie's writing aside of he does really good reviews too, but like, and we talked about this on the live stream yesterday when I told everyone you were coming, um, but you're a good writer as well. And rambling runner wants to know, Matt wants to know, does, do you have any plans to engage with the process more in 2023? Um, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the things we're working on, um, and we're actually rolling out like a new website with believe in the run soon. Mm-hmm. So, and we're going to be, I think focusing more on some more written content and things like that. Um, and, uh, and also, by the way, if anyone's listening, we're, we're hiring an office manager, so please take some of my tasks off my hands. Um, <laughs> so that will like, that will, that is one of the goals is kind of having an, another person on to help manage, like take care of the things that are not really conducive to maybe like my strength. So mm-hmm. um so like writing is probably one of my number one strengths. So if hopefully in 2023, I'll be able to focus more on like some interesting and cool running stories um, and just things with the industry, maybe things that you might not hear, but you know, with the contacts we have be able to access some people that can kind of get into that and then write some stuff like that. Um, and there's a couple of things I'm working on now, but also, yeah, for sure. Like just getting more, and writing uh, i think i posted a thing i mean even just daily journaling is mm-hmm. has been i've been doing it 
pretty consistently for the last month. So that's been really helpful just kind of be creatively doing that. Uh, we got that, I got that tracksmith NDO journal, which has been very cool. Just yeah. writing. I've never been good about journaling my training, but I've actually been doing it now. So okay. it's nice looking back and just getting your thoughts out for the day. Um, I have that same one. I actually have two of them because someone gave me one when I was in New York. They're like, oh, nice. they were like, oh, we're happy you're here. And they just started throwing a bunch of stuff in one of the bags. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, what? Is, I don't know what this is. Is this like a daily planner? I'm like, why would I use a paper planner? I don't, I don't understand this. No, right, like, right. you can journal in it. I'm like, why would I keep a paper journal? Like, how am I going <laughs> to word search it later? Like, I didn't understand. Like, I didn't understand. Yeah, but yeah. now I've just been using it as my to-do list just because I do like the cover oh. of it. It's nice. I so like I just it. use it as a to-do list and it has just a bunch of like action items crossed out. But I've actually kind of it been liking that. Equally well. It's, it's been helping me kind of stay a little bit more organized. Like, I've, I've yeah. been suffering from a lack of a little bit of structure. I could use an office manager too. <laughs> I just need a babysitter yeah, basically. Um, I missed yeah. like, an important phone call yesterday that I was supposed to go to and I kind of screwed up and I'm like, should have wrote it down in my little blue book. Then I would have remembered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it, I'm the same way. It's hard to, there's just so many, especially I think with what we do, there's so many tangential things that people don't realize um, where you're, just these little things like people reaching out, they need to get back to, and then you need to get back to them again. You need to get back to them. It's like this, but it's a bunch of those things that it's like, Oh, I got to do this. Got to do this. Got to remember. this. It's a lot, man. Like there's surprisingly a lot of menial tasks that go into, um, you know, everything that we do. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think that's all part of like, for all of us that are kind of like becoming more, this is more than just like, something that we do after our runs now you know and so like right right it's weird because you're like well why am i going to treat my running like a job but i'm like well this is a job now so i kind of have to (laughs) be a little bit more professional and responsible like i was capable of that before when i had like a regular job and it's weird to have to apply some of those things here but like now i have to kind of start doing that do you feel like the um like part of the original joy and excitement about everything some it's it just once something becomes a job Mm -hmm. it almost it's not like i'm not saying like you don't like it but it's just like i think sometimes people look at us and think oh man they have the greatest job oh they could do this and by the way it's awesome like for sure and i think we, we work our asses off to try and get to where we are but there is something about it where you're like, it's still like, it's my light. Like, this is my job, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, it becomes like, that's the baseline now. You know what I mean? And then all the stuff that like, maybe didn't annoy you before, stress you out before, you're like, it's like, like you get to a point and then you just find new stressors or new things to fill that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like your, your, your mind craves like work annoyances. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, it's like, it's like, I think there's like your mind, your mind always finds uh, like, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe this. I don't know. You always just like find things to be, to fill your mind with like, I don't know, to overcome or something, but it's just, yeah. I could say that there are certain times where like things feel like a job and not like that fun thing that I used to do on the side anymore. Like, 
sometimes there's a shoe that will come in and I'm like, oh, I'm not so excited about this one. And I'm like, no, <laughs> right. That's, that's gonna, what I mean. That, this is going to exactly. take me 45 minutes to do the B roll. And then I don't have to run a workout in this shoe. And I don't think yeah. it's going to be good. I'm that's, doing, like, I'm like dealing with that like right now. Perfect example. Of what I'm, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but like, you know, so that, that, uh, that, that I can understand. Cause like before I might've just, I wouldn't, well, before the shoe wouldn't have got sent to me and I wouldn't have bought it. And so it wouldn't have like come across my desk, but now it's here on my yeah. desk. And I feel like, yeah, well, I need to at least yeah. make something about it. So, yeah, it's, so that's kind of what I meant because, mm-hmm. you know, any, when we first started doing this, you're like, Oh, I get the Brooks levitate. Hell yeah. Like this yeah. is awesome. Like, yeah. sorry, Brooks. But, um, but, <laughs> but like now, now, and it's not like I'm not grateful for it at all. Like, it's just like in the day to day doing of things, it's like that, like it shifts, you know, and it's, yeah. it's interesting how that works. Do you, so how, how does that go at believe in the run when like a shoe comes in and like people aren't excited about it? Like, so you guys take turns I mean, on the shoes the, that you guys think are going to be boring or does the low man on the tone does brandon get all those or, or like how does that, does that go I feel like it always go i feel like it always just goes to me i'm just <laughs> like i'll do it whatever like <laughs> um not always but yeah like one of the things i do try to do i think with maybe newer reviewers on the team because once it, like we try to be very selective about who we put on a team, but if there is somebody who's relatively new, um, I try to give them the shoes that maybe we wouldn't like, not because I don't think they're good shoes, but because like they have a fresh perspective on shoes. Whereas like, Oh, if we're always running in like the Saucony Endorphin Elite or Adidas to, I mean, Saucony Endorphin Speed or Adidas to Kumi Sen, or it's like, it's hard to be like, give a fair judgment on the hundred dollar Brooks launch, you know, right. like right. it's 110 now. Um, so I like to give it to other people to have like, and, or maybe just at least mix them into it. So yeah, there's like a, definitely a fair perspective for it. Yeah. Um, Stevie 76 wants to know, is there going to be a believe in the run summer internship? I mean, you're hiring an office manager. Maybe. Are you guys getting some interns running around? I mean, I'm not, we're, we're always open to it for sure. Mm-hmm. I think the, the only thing that's hard with an internship is that it's because it's, you know, a temporary thing to get someone ca- caught up sure. on the mm-hmm. nuances and kind of teach that by the time you actually get through that, it's basically over. So or there's only... Yeah, but if you get like a young like communication student coming in after their freshman or sophomore year, you know, then like I'm not that's three summers of free labor. (laughs) Not free labor. I mean (laughs) hopefully be a paid summer internship, but um but then because but there's still work on your side too, because then you have to like sign paperwork. I mean if I'm gonna be honest, that's that's what it is. It's the even if it is like somebody, even if it was unpaid, like it's more the we're stretched to the like the gills as it is just yeah. trying for everything else. So it's just like that extra thing. Um, and, but honestly, it's, it could be worth it. So mm-hmm. I'm, we're always open to somebody who wants to come on and like help out. Um, and by the way, the 
an intern that we did have a couple of years ago. His name is Nick Sanchez. He, he was at Arizona State University. He just like reached mm-hmm. out to us. He was the one who suggested we do the podcast and oh, yeah? was the first um, person to produce it for, I think he did our first hundred episodes. And, oh, okay. um, and he, I mean, without him, you know, like <laughs> might, the drop might not be a thing. That is my, that, that is like the one, one of the few like regular listens that I have every oh, week. Wow. You know, I'm it helps that I, my that. name gets dropped every <laughs> once in a while, you know, cause I'm. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but You're a pretty regular topic of conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I do enjoy that one because it is like. Um, it's a lot like the energy that I try to bring here for this live stream is just like, you know, people that are your friends just talking, not always about running, which is fine, you know, but like the running yeah. still ultimately is the connecting piece. And so I just kind of like well, that. So I think that's what the goal with the podcast was, was, you know, to give something for runners that's different than, and by the way, I don't, this isn't against anybody who has just like runners on and talks about running um, because I listen to those podcasts as well, but there's like, there's a lot of podcasts that just have Mm -hmm. like the lineup of elites and it's kind of like the usual suspects whenever they're, you know, making their rounds on media rounds that come on podcasts and whatnot. And for one thing, like no one needs to hear Christopher McDougal go on six podcasts. Like, <laughs> like, like. I mean, I was glad we were glad to have him on, but like, you're you probably heard him the week before yeah. on another one. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, let's get people who, yeah, athletes for sure, but also some industry people, some musicians, some just like randos, um, and. Obviously, like people, YouTubers, influencers, stuff like that, like you and Ben Johnson. I mean, those are our most popular episodes anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then also keeping it like no one wants to hear about my splits. I guarantee you <laughs> there is nobody that cares about what I ran for a 400 or nobody who cares what Scott Fable ran for a 400. Let's be honest. There's like... Five. there's like <laughs> some people but the majority of runners especially with elite times they can't even compute like what what that means in real life right. so so we wanted to bring something that's like look we're just hanging out and talking about stuff we might talk about running but we also might not and yeah. you know we still throw in a shoe shoe review or whatever every each week since that's kind of what we do but yeah and it turns yeah. out that people like it so yeah, I mean, it works for me. Um, I mean, but I mean, like I'm biased because I know you guys, I've met you guys in person, yeah. we spent time together. <laughs> and so for me, it's very much like, like right now where I'm just like sitting around, except I'm not allowed to say stuff, you know, but like, <laughs> you find myself talking back to it sometimes when I'm out there running and listening, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll just start giggling or I'll just start, start talking back. Um, yeah. so I do enjoy what you guys are doing over there and I'm glad that it's growing. Um, here, here's yeah, a couple think... more questions for you guys for oh, you though um, Shannon wants to know what's your favorite karaoke song hmm. um, my favorite karaoke song uh, I have a couple um, I like to do if it's a Friday night I do Chicken Fried by Zach Brown man um, <laughs> but if it's 
I like doing the killers, all these things that I've done, just because it's in my range. I like that song. Um, and <laughs> oh, what's my other go-to one? I think those are kind of my two like favorite ones to do. Um, but I like mixing it. Like I'll throw in some Garth Brooks sometimes. Um, I like doing country more during karaoke, but also do like. I mean, I'm pretty much down for whatever. I feel like country songs make for good karaoke songs generally. I just don't know very many. But yeah, we spent a lot of time with grandma and grandpa over the past couple of years. And grandma uh-huh. listens to a lot of country music. And so the kids okay. now know a lot of country oh, really? music. And also like their it. cousins listen to country music. And I'm just like, we'll get in the car and they'll be like, dad, play this. And I'm like, what is that? And yeah. I'll, I'll just have them like... You like say it into Siri, be like play whatever song, and then it'll come on and be like a country song. And I'll be like, How did you hear this? And how do you know what this is? And they're like, Grandma played it at her house. I'm like, Oh, okay, well, that makes sense. But once you get to know them, they're pretty fun to sing along. Now, my wife, she's like, She nails it. She does shoop. Oh, yeah. Knows every single Mm -hmm. lyric to that song. Mm -hmm. And so she's pretty big hit. Um, and I think she did Coolio's Gangsta's Paradise last time we were out. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. It was pretty good. So, yeah, I think those are like the family go-to. <laughs> uh, one that I used to do a lot, and I don't, I don't really like karaoke that much, but one I did a little bit more was um, Young MC's Bust a Move. That's always a pretty fun one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, why didn't you do karaoke when you were here in Baltimore? Um, I don't know. Why that was you a- on the mic. That was a weird spot, man. I didn't. I didn't. I was like, was "This is not a place spot. where they." I don't know. I was like, "I don't want to get on the microphone here." Right, plus, I was like, I, plus I did not. I was not. I was. What was I training for then? I'm trying to remember the time. I think I was getting well, ready for grandma's June. or something like that. Yeah, yeah was getting, it was right about yeah, grandma's yeah. time. So I was like, I wasn't. I was not in the right mindset for karaoke. All right, next time I'm gonna load you up on Jello shots and you're getting up on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> those are those are those are homemade Jello shots. I mean, I guess all Jello hey, shots are homemade, but those were like she made those at her house and brought them in. Yeah, yeah, she did. Uh, at least she was the bartender, though. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, Jody wants to know if we're gonna go to any karaoke bars in Tokyo and bring and breaking drinking with sake after the marathon. I've actually thought about this and I am definitely down for some karaoke bar action for sure. Um, and yeah, I think I haven't heard much about what's going to go on in Tokyo. So I'm hoping some stories get told <laughs> or stories happen or untold. Maybe the untold ones are even better. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I think, I think it's just going to be wild. I think we're all going to be weirdly like messed up because the time zone is going to be opposite. Um, oh, yeah, we're going to be have just run a marathon and then I don't know. I don't know if they're going to let us loose on the city or if they're going to like take us around somewhere. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know which one would be yeah, harder on us. I don't know how that's going to work either. Um, maybe I should start doing my training at night but for the two weeks leading up to it to kind of flip the script. You think? What do you think about that? I, I think that's overthinking it. I think people, I think people get really cute with like, I need to train for the conditions and stuff generally. Yeah. Yeah. I I think people just overthink it sometimes. I mean, like if some, I I feel like if something happens and like the only time you can get your workout in is like nine 30 at night, you could be like, Oh, well, you know, 
getting used to running. That's how I used. You know? I used to train for my marathons at night, um, like at eight o'clock at night. It was crazy. That's wild. Not, not down to that anymore. Yeah, that, that was before you had kids, though, huh? It was like right after I had kids, oh, okay. so I think that might have been part of it. But um, yeah, I don't know. I used to like running at night, but it, you know now I much prefer getting up earlier. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, let's see. Have we got anything else in the chat? Mm-hmm. A lot of people are excited for the prospect of us all going out for karaoke. Um, are you? You're not coming to Houston this weekend, though, are you? I'm not. Um, yeah, I just wasn't really on my schedule or anything. Mm-hmm. Although that was the first marathon that I ran. So, oh, is it? Um, it was a, yeah. Um, so I liked it. I'm not sure what the conditions are this weekend. The last time I checked, it didn't seem quite pleasant. I think it's going to be hot. Yeah. So when I ran it, it was like 65 at the start and like 70s at 75 at the end. And it was, like 100 percent humidity it was pretty pretty i think that's i think that's close to what they're gonna have although that race starts really early i remember when i ran it was like like, 2020 or something like that no 2019 okay okay Mm -hmm. um and i remember being pitch black as i was like going to the start line it is right so it's got a what's that 6 30 or something yeah right before seven yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Jody Beck says about the time time zones. He says, as someone who has traveled to the opposite time zones for a marathon, you just need to be there a couple of days beforehand and then you should be okay. I think I think that's the case, right? I don't know. I don't even know where we're going. Okay. I don't I don't know. I don't know either. No one does yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> Eric says though, I've never been in Houston without ridiculous humidity. So which it was humid the day that I, I ran too. Yeah seems like it just goes along with the territory i guess mm-hmm. yeah jc says houston can be brutal it's best to avoid spoken as a dallas guy <laughs> um know. is there a way that you guys decide like who goes to what events or does it depend on like it like just just depends like event to event yeah it just depends i think houston was just something that thomas and megan were doing personally mm-hmm personally they just want okay. to go or whatever yeah um and then some of the other events it's it just depends like it's not like we we don't always all have to go but mm-hmm. it usually works out that we do um mm-hmm. just because it's easier to capture more content and stuff yeah. yeah um but i think this year it might be a little bit broken up depending on the events because of there's been a lot of people reaching out to do events so oh, okay i mean personally i don't like to be gone more than one week in a month from home just mm-hmm. like that's just like how i am um and so i might hold back from a couple events but definitely obviously be at tokyo definitely be at boston um probably falmouth um I don't see why not. And then I don't know, whatever else is happening. There's nothing definitive right now, but yeah. Someone was asking earlier, are you guys going to cherry blossom this year? Cherry blossom, cherry blossom. Yeah. I I didn't get it. What did you say? I didn't. Someone said that earlier in the chat. If we were good, if you guys Uh, were going, 
Um, and I, I, mean, I enjoyed that race, but minutes away, so that's true. Yeah. No one invited me. Not that I need an invite to go, but I probably wouldn't like book my own flight and hotel to go. Right. So if someone, I mean, it's a ten mile race. It's it is iconic, but you know, it's nice though. The cherry blossoms are nice. What about that? What's the oh peach tree? That would be a cool one to go to. Yeah, Have you ever well, had a desire to go to that? I, yeah, except for the fact that it's like Atlanta on July 4th. Sounds like right. a terrible idea on a oh, super yeah. hilly course. It sounds, it sounds like a death fest, but... Yeah, so I would it, rather I do... I'd rather do Boulder Boulder, which is I think is the same day, right? Mm-hmm. Is that all? No, is that a 4th of July race? That is 4th of July race, I right? I remember. I think so, yeah. Um, Adam in um, the chat knows. We, we've, we've talked about it before. Yeah, Martha's asking about too. Okay. What about Boulder Boulder? That's I think that's a Fourth of July race. There you go. Last year I there was in go. in Mammoth and I did the Mammoth Mile. It's yeah. a downhill mile, but it's at like six thousand or seven thousand feet. It was just <laughs> right. just absolutely miserable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, but you said you are going to um, Boston this year. Shannon wants to know if you're going. Yeah, yeah, well, I'll be there for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Don't think I'll be running it. Um, the, yeah, so, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think I'll just be hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I was thinking about going, well, I'm just hanging out for Houston this weekend. Like, I'm not, I'm not running. So that's why I'm doing two oh, shakeouts. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, that's okay. why I'm doing two shakeouts. Going like the half or something. Oh, God. No, no. So I'm going to the shakeout at nine, and then I'm going to run from that shakeout to another shakeout at 10. So, oh, sweet. I'm trying to get 10 miles on the day anyway. So I'm like, by the time I run to the, the first shakeout, run that shakeout, run to the second shakeout, and then yeah. run that one and then run home, I'm hoping, or back to the hotel, hopefully it's 10 miles. So we'll I mean, see. I think that's a Newton's fourth law of science: three shakeouts equals a long run. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're good. Yeah, so I think it'll be all right. But I'm not. I'm not like I. I also need to get some miles in on Sunday. But like that race starts so early, it's not like I'm gonna run like mm. ten miles before trying to chase like yeah and megan and ben johnson and it's a course and it's a loop great it's a looped course so it's kind of i mean not a loop course i mean it's just like a loop and Mm -hmm. so it's not like you can run from you know not like at world champs where you could (laughs) hit up like seven different viewpoints um you basically like don't have too many options between yeah so it'll be yeah so well other thing is i think the race to watch is the half marathon on sunday Oh yeah, dude. To the marathoners, but the half marathon fields are stacked, and so like ridiculous. I mean, they're going to be done in an hour, so it's like I don't want to get too far from the finish line. True, true. You know? Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's the thing. I don't think I'll be able to see that many people that many times. You know. Yeah. <sighs> the stresses of a YouTube documentary. Yeah, but you know what? Um, I'm thinking that I'll probably figure out what Thomas is doing, and just run around with him. Yeah, that's what we did at Worlds. So, and that well, was... I think he's trying to run the half. So, is he still? Th- I thought he was. Th- I thought he dropped out. No, dude. He's he dropped down to the half, and okay. then was like, uh, "Am I gonna run? Am I gonna not?" But he's definitely going for it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's just like not, not a race. Yeah, race. yeah, just yeah. Kind of okay, just running it. Okay, I didn't. I didn't know if he was like out, out, or if he was just not like 
going for a PR. I think it's more just to stick it to he's like he refuses to relinquish the forty five dollar change fee. Um, they, <laughs> they made you pay to drop down to the half oh really um, okay plus the original entry so it's like it's more that like a sunk cost okay just at this point where <laughs> <I said. laughs> he has to run at this yeah. point um serious runner is here he says come run boulder boulder i mean he's serious so you have to yeah. do it now. <laughs> have you how many times have you run it steven i'm gonna i wonder how many times steven has run it um, Super and Jit wants to know when is Robbie coming to Chicago to run with Co to try and find some Midwest trash? Ooh, ooh, I like that. A little bit of geographical change could unearth yeah. new treasures. Well, we did kind of, oh, we all kind of did like a trash run in Oregon when you found that pin at a bus stop. Do you remember that? That was wild. Yeah, man. That was, was like, <laughs> I felt like Thomas had planted something for you to find because I'm like, why would an A6 pin? like a, a pin, like something that you clip on in case I'm saying that funny for you guys. Right. A pin. Why would that be under the bench of a bus, bus stop? I'm like, mm-hmm. that's on the way to the marathon. I'm like, it's because Thomas yeah. put it there, a little Easter egg for Robbie to find. That's a logical explanation. Dude, you know how <laughs> the whole, that whole, my whole life is on this trajectory because of something similar. I don't know why I'm telling this story. So apologies to everyone listening. Um, but when I was a little kid, my grandma, she would, this, by the way, this is what growing up in a, this is entertainment when you grow up in a country, she would bury a bunch of like coins and random objects mm-hmm. in the backyard and okay. be like, oh, there's, there's treasure around here. You guys should go check right over there and yeah. point like exactly to where it was. So mm-hmm. we just dig a hole in the yard and was find it? all this money and stuff. <laughs> and we were like losing our minds. Like, holy crap. Like, there's just money in everywhere. A, everywhere. Yeah. And so we just, and I didn't realize that she planted it until I was like a teenager. So I was, <laughs> my whole life, I just think that there's money in the ground wherever you go. And uh, uh, was it, so was there like, were you like yeah. digging up grass or was it like, kind of like a dirt patch or like what 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 was going on like yeah like grass i mean it's like you know overturned earth i guess but mm-hmm. maybe some grass mixed in or whatever but we didn't know we were like five, six years old so you don't even think that's a possibility that someone would have buried that there to set you up for it yeah but, um jody has a good question do you watch bo miles like the youtuber he's from australia bo miles are you familiar um I can't remember if I've watched his videos or not, but now just, I'm definitely going to after reading this sentence. He does continue. some running. He does some um, kayaking. He's like a, a nature guy, but he does all these different kind of adventures. And sometimes he'll be like, I'm going to start from point A and get to another point B, like 200 miles away with whatever I can find along the way. And sometimes he will eat random food and drinks he finds. You know, he's like, if I, I see banana, about this he's like, if I see a banana, it has its own wrapper. It's inside the peel. There's no reason why I can't eat the banana. And he'll like explain no, that to the camera and then eat a banana he found like on the side of a highway. That's a good point. He raises some <laughs> excellent <laughs> points and information. Wait, I got to find this guy. This is amazing. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely going to ask you'll, him to come on the podcast. Yeah, you'll go down a rabbit hole. 
you will definitely go down a rabbit hole watching his videos. There, there are a lot of fun. There, he he did one where he ate nothing but cans of beans for like thirty days. So it was kind of like this like low carb, like uh, can you convert your body to be like fat burning exercise? And okay. by the end, he was like, I freaking hate beans. Um, but it was pretty. Dude, I'd hate beans. But at the end of the second day, thirty days, <laughs> he did it. He did like man. a fifty k as well. And his only nutrition was cans of beans. So his pack was full with like eight cans of beans. Oh, <laughs> he's was, like he, was he drinking it through? Was he <laughs> drinking it through a large camelback straw? Because that would make it awesome. He would stop, peel open the can, eat the beans, and then drink the the liquid. I mean, he would drink water too. But I'm like, that's all he ate. And he's like, the liquid is starchy, so there's like kind of some like natural sugars in there. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if I could do baked beans in that situation. <laughs> if it has a ba- if it had bacon in it, maybe. But yeah, um, I think after a while he got bored. I don't know when he. At some point, he just took the labels off because like I just don't want to know. It's like the only what, surprise. To lose weight? Oh, to- <laughs> no. <laughs> so like so like he so he'd be like I don't want to know. It's the only surprise I have on my day. It's the only pleasure I get from eating is like what kind of beans oh, yeah. is it going to be when I open this can? It was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. No, I have to watch that. I love. I know. Obviously, I love weird stuff like that where people just come up with random things. When we interviewed Mike Wardian, that was a good time because he's kind of a weirdo like that, where he'll mm-hmm. um, just think up a dumb route and just do it. Like he did the mm-hmm. Beltway, he did the DC Beltway one day just for fun or something. Who does that? He runs the perimeter of the Beltway. Yeah, that sounds I mean, miserable. Sounds like the only thing worse than driving the perimeter of the DC Beltway, but yeah, I like it. Yeah. You know what, Mike Wardian? There's like Mike Wardian is that person who like um, is always there. Like he's at ev- he's at every oh yeah he's always everywhere all at once. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he just looks like Johnny Appleseed rolling up to, <laughs> to some random race. <laughs> just expect him to have a one of those hobo bags over his shoulders. Where'd you come from? Uh, hopped a train for 30 miles and ran the rest. Like, yeah. That's sounds like something like Gordy would do. Um, but I, I would say like, I don't have the same thing that you have with like finding trash all over the place, but I do spot wild animals all over the place. I would, I would say mm. that that's my version of that. Okay, and like, yeah. I would especially spot it in Chicago, mostly rats, but all sorts yeah. of other animals. And um, I was like, like, I found a coyote one time in like in Chicago. Oh, wow. Okay. That's impressive. Was... Yeah. Coyotes are everywhere, man. They're just like, yeah. they're like the rats of the dog world. You, they just <laughs> go everywhere they want. <laughs> yeah. At first, I, I thought it was a regular know. dog and I was just going to go say hi. I'm like, oh, where's your owner? Are you lost? Like that scene in Elf where it's oh, like really? he finds the raccoon yeah, and he yeah, wants yeah, to yeah. give it a hug. I was like, but I didn't get that close. But like, I got close enough to know, I'm like, oh, that's not a dog. That's, that is a wild yeah. and then it was on the news yeah, i did see a... oh okay yeah coyotes are crazy i saw a fox um last month in around here in our neighborhood so but oh, that's cool there, i think there's a couple of them but the rats though man that's the one thing i just can't do is <laughs> are there mean, rats, there's they, not rats they, in baltimore they... i would imagine there's probably some rats in baltimore. oh no there's oh man i've had quite a field day with them <laughs> trying to eradicate them from my back alley yeah, yeah. won't go into much detail in that regard but um but when i run at night or in the mornings and you run past the trash can and they come bolting out of it oh my gosh man that is 
Yeah. Like when they run right between your legs. Oh, yeah. That is, yeah, yeah. It freaks me out. Yeah. Like Just, this, I don't, like this morning, I don't need a rat running into me. Yeah. I mean, we're not in the city anymore. We're very far from it. But right. even just like this morning, I'm just standing in the kitchen in the backyard. I see a neighborhood cat and it's in like pounce stealth mode. And I tell mm. my younger daughter, I'm like, hey, look, there's a cat out there. And she's like, what's the cat doing? I'm like, I think it's about to eat a mouse. And she's like, what? I'm like, just wait. And we watch it for like another 10 seconds and it pounces oh, and then it doesn't move. And then it moves real quickly again. And the next thing you know, it just walks off and it's got a mouse in its mouth. And I'm like, oh, nice. I don't think normal yeah, people yeah. see these things. I see these things all the time. We saw like five wild turkeys walk through the backyard, some deer. Oh, wow. There's, cool. there's some sort of egrets that live in the area too. Cause there's a lot of lakes around here, like little ponds. Yeah. Whenever it yeah. rains hard, there's a little puddle that develops in the back and the egrets come hang out. I don't know. Oh, I don't yeah. think other people see that. I just, I'm like a Disney princess, <laughs> I guess. I'm a tr- like wild animal. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Have you ever had birds dive bomb you before? Um. Oh, here's a weird thing that happened one time in Chicago. It w- didn't dive bomb me, but me and a but me and someone out, one of my buddies, we were working together. We're on the way to the courthouse, and all of a sudden, you know, sometimes there's a building. You know, you know buildings aren't always just like flat. Sometimes there's like a little corner or an alcove. In an alcove, yeah. one bird quickly flew down like right as we're walking by it and moments later another bird came through with a long sharp beak and stabbed it in the chest no way. and i was like what was that and i was like this is weird and like that was like the third of a string of strange bird deaths that i had seen in like consecutive oh. months where i would just be like walking across the street like walking to the courthouse walking back from the court or something like that downtown and I'll just be like, oh, a pigeon in the road. And then boom, a car would like smash into it. And it'd just be like, why did the oh, universe man. just show me all these bird deaths? Like, that's really, really. Right. I did see a dead duck yesterday. Pond. Did you? Yeah, that's all. I, I don't like to see the dead ducks. But yeah, the, there's some weird stuff for sure with birds that you don't realize. You just think they fly. <laughs> they're not real. That's, that's it. <laughs> yeah, they aren't real. But I did have one on a run before. Um, I'm not sure if they're starlings or which, what are the kind of birds that it might be blackbirds, but it was dive bombing at my head, like mm-hmm. right by oh, my yeah. ear. Yeah. Uh, came back, circled back and did it three or four times. And I was wide in the open. I had no protection and I yeah. was losing my mind. Cause you can't see where it's coming from either. They're, they just disappear and then show up right as they're about to hit you in the head. Yeah. And that was, so- that was pretty crazy. That reminds me. In the Midwest, there are kind of birds. There are red-winged blackbirds, and they're they're. That's the one. I think that's the one. What I think that's what it was. Organized and they're territorial. And where I run yeah. by my in-laws' house, there's a couple of runs that I go routes that I go on, where I could see them along the telephone lines, and they're mm-hmm. equi- equidistant spaced out. And as I get oh, to wow. one, that one will start harassing me, and then I get too uh-huh. far from its sentry point. And then the next one will come over. There was another time when we lived down in Guttenberg for a summer during the pandemic for like a month Mm -hmm. down there. There was an area where I I had this, a hat with like a, you know, like sometimes like a hat that has that little button on the top. Yeah. The bird came down and kept trying to pull that hat, that button off. Like the CLE, the five. Wait, really? Yeah. It was like pulling, tugging on it. And I was like, what is happening? This is wild. 
And it got to the point that like the birds recognized me and they would all start swarming when I would come by this one street in Guttenberg. Oh no. So then you had to wear a, one of those mustache nose disguises. Well, well, what I have, well, there was one runner, you know, so like <laughs> it was me. Um, and so I always run with the selfie stick. So I would just wave it around at the birds to be like, uh-huh. you gotta watch out. My arms are longer Favorite. than they look, you know, like, yeah, and stuff. Like that. but look that, larger than yourself. Yeah. But what I figured out is what freaks them out is, um, cause I'll try to film them. Be like, you got, I, I, used, I would sometimes be able to film them. And that used to be at the end of like every video, like a bird, like a couple of birds, like right overhead swarming me. And I realized that once I started recording them, they would go away. And I'm like, how is this possible? It's not like they're camera shy. Like that's not within a bird's context. Maybe it's maybe they're really old birds and they remember back in the 1900s and people like scared <laughs> to like look into the camera lens or whatever. They were afraid of yeah. <laughs> um, I what I think I what I think is happening is when I pointed the cameras at them, the sun would reflect and it would flicker. Oh, okay. So that was the only thing that got them to stop. You know what? Yeah, that's that explanation sounds a lot more logical. <laughs> Kevin Wong says the birds were hired by brands to punish me for breaking embargoes. <laughs> oh, you know, I want to be surprised by that. <laughs> um, I mean, Nike does have a lot of money. They do. They do. That's funny. Um, yeah, that that was just like really well. Eric says he's been owl swooped. He had a mountain lion stalk him one time. Eric's out in Colorado. He's at the lot. Oh, wow. Although that happened to him in Sonora, Mexico. Dude, wow. mountain lion. Yeah, I'm not messing with that. That's that is that's one of the scary ones for sure. Yeah, I've yeah. heard about this. Did you ever hear about that weird owl mystery where somebody somebody died and they thought that like her husband had killed her or vice versa, mm-hmm. and because they were like had like their head was all like mangled like top of their head and stuff and they were found like inside their front door like dead and it turns out that the like a, at first they thought it was someone killed them and then after further in- investigation it looks like what actually happened was that an owl swooped them and basically like probably as he was walking into his house and just like killed him like with i mean their claws are freaking razors right oh really and uh yeah, and just like that's ended up how the person died, which is wild. But can you imagine if sorry, like, not, tell me tell me where you were on the evening of January sixth, you know? And then you'll be I like, know, right? uh yeah, I don't remember. I think I was getting burritos. Do you have a receipt? I don't keep a receipt for the burritos. Well, you're on the hook for this murder. So you better figure <laughs> out where you were. I'm like and then you're like, you know what? The owl the owl did it. It was the owl. It was it was definitely the owl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a plot line from Harry Potter. I know it sounds like that, but for real. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But that was, that was I guess, I mean, you think about it, this stuff can happen anyways. I don't know. I feel like we go, always get on these tangents yeah. of <laughs> bird, bird. That's okay yeah. though, because today I told you before we got on, like there's no, there's nothing to be on topic too. So there's, there's no, there's oh, no tangent because it's all, tangent the whole thing is just tangent. yeah so um but i don't want to well, take up running the much more of your time because we've gone almost an hour here and i appreciate it right, cool. so, wow, that was, that was an it was it goes, it goes right fast right. 
thanks for coming yeah. by and um, being like the inaugural, I guess, 2023 happy hour guest. Oh, wow. So I didn't realize that was the inaugural. That's, I feel honored. I'm going to put that on my resume. Yeah. There you go. Right, right next to the name Robert. <laughs> uh, yeah now if you now if you try to get people to call you robert people are going to be like not not robbie r-o-b-b-e well that was that happened for the running event because when i signed <laughs> up when i registered i guess i wasn't thinking and i just like put in my legal or maybe it was like yeah. google phil yeah and it put in robert so my whole badge the whole time said robert i'm like dude i'm not my dad like, <laughs> Oh, his man. name is is Robert. So, awesome. Anyways, all right, man. Well, but yeah. All so right. Much. Hopefully, the training continues to go well. Um, I'll be seeing you in the streets of Tokyo. I don't know if I'll see you before then. I'm trying to think. I hope so. But if not, I'll definitely so. see you in Japan. That'll be wild, dude. Yeah. Wild. Um, man. I mean, it's only eight weeks away. I think seven I weeks know. away. Yeah. I don't know. It is. That's that's what's crazy. It's coming up fast. Yeah. Sure is. All right, man. Well, thanks so much. All right. And thanks everyone for tuning in. Thanks for staying lively in the chat, everybody. Be safe out there. Thank you.